Welcome to the Players in the Game of Life podcast. Today we present to you the workplace, part two. We again thank you for allowing the Players in the Game of Life to come yet another time so as to share with you a few of life's circumstances and situations and for you to view them from another perspective. Again, we ask that you don't have to make it known that you don't have to think like we think. We just want you to think just a couple of notches above mediocrity. As we continue with some postures, meaning the attitudes or the way that someone behaves toward another person or other people that do not generate harmony for the workplace environment. The first thing we want to talk about is showing favoritism, which is the practice of giving unfair preferential treatment to one person or group at the expense of others or even an individual. Some of the examples are work assignments. Sometimes uh, seems to be quite unfair when I think it should be done equally. Uh, some people are let go early. You know, sometimes you find people that can get off early and have other things that they have to do, and they are, are allowed to do this. But yet and still, you that come to work every day and do things on a, on a regular basis and are prompt and doing the things you're supposed to do, get refused when it comes to that. Then there's unearned praise. People get glorified and lifted up and given all kind of accolades for doing something that they should do anyway. But they don't even work like they're supposed to. They don't come to work on time. They, they don't dress the best. And sometimes they're a bit hard to deal with. And everybody in the office shuns them for some reason or another. I don't know what it is, but you might. There's untreatment, unfair treatment and disciplinary actions. Some people can get, you know, be late five or ten minutes and, you know, get reprimanded so hard that they even get laid off for a couple of days or something else happens. They'll put on, write on a report written on them or whatever. And then other people can come in and be late all the time and never seem to get wrote up for nothing. I think that's unfair. It causes some drama sometimes in the workplace. Then there's unfair treatment through career advancements. Some people just don't get hired. I mean, don't get the, the promotions that they want to get. It's hard for some people to get uh, pay increases. But that's the workplace, isn't it? Then the CEO or the supervisor or even the boss making differences in the open door policy. Sometimes there are people who can go straight to the boss or to the CEO or to a manager and explain their differences and things get handled or they, they're always there to, to accommodate them. But seemingly when other people want to go and talk to the supervisor or, or talk to somebody else or even go to HR, they find that they have to go through all kind of hoops and, you know, bend over backwards and touch the back of your head with the back of your heels. It's just difficult for some people. Then we have rudeness. And this is defined as a lack of manners, discourtesy, not having or showing concern or respect for the rights and feelings of other people. Examples of that would be unreasonably critical of authority. I mean, we have some people that'll sit up there and, you know, at lunchtime they'll start talking and 
you know, just saying all kind of things that they shouldn't be saying, and they're talking about supervisors and and managers and everything else like this. And uh, people just contend with this, and they just let it go on. Then there's the negative comments about colleagues. Sometimes people talk about other people on the job, and 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 if you really got a problem, go take it to that person. You know, you want to vent around other people. Sometimes it doesn't just it just doesn't do any good. Then you got those that go out of the way to make others look bad while acting innocent. They undermine another's position, status, value, or setting someone up for failure. These are all the kind of games that are played in the workplace. And that's kind of strange when you think about it because we, we, we're there to earn a living. We're there to work. Some people can come to work and, and just do their job. Some people leave and, and, and bring their home or whatever issues they have or whatever habits they have or whatever anything they have and they bring that home or bring that to work with them. Just like some people take the job home, some people take work home and it doesn't create a good atmosphere anywhere, not in the workplace and not at home. Then we have disgruntled employees. A disgruntled employee is one who is a member of an organization that they feel they've received unfair treatment, that the company has not appropriately addressed the issues that they have. Some of those issues are, and I'm gonna just name a few, and I'm quite sure that everybody can agree with these. You're overworked, underpaid, and a lack of respect. Overworked, you do more than you're sure, and it's almost required of you. I've never heard of some people, some jobs have uh, what do they call it, uh, overtime, where it's absolutely necessary that you do overtime. Uh, then there's those that are underpaid. You know, you, you, you're doing a job that, especially the female, sometimes you're doing a job that, like I said before, that the men do and they get $20 an hour and you do the same job and you get 15 That's totally unfair. It could create some real problems. I mean, some disgruntled employees in that thing. Then we have the lack of respect. You know, uh, there are so many ways that a person can be respected, disrespected on the job. And every one of those ways, you probably already know. I don't even have to mention it. Then if you want to, yeah, let's, let, let's go deeper. There's a certain type of person that believes that their way is the right way. And no other way is just. I mean, anything else that they that you can think about is just uncivilized. Let it be noted, this type of person is also a player in the game of life. The truth is, it takes all kind to make this world. And all kind of people are people in the game of life. I mean, let's, let's face it. I mean, it's going to rain on the just, just like it does on the unjust. Difficult or even toxic people often remain in their positions because they are perceived as being exceptional. Sometimes you can do your job exceptionally well, but you have an attitude that's, that's, ugh, I try to keep this decent because I want to stay on the podcast, but 
you have some people that just act totally out of pocket. Their their relationship, they are toxic people. They 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 take away from everything on the job and make your job just almost like a living hell. Toxic people defy logic. And some are totally unaware of the negative impact that they have on people and on the job site. There are many types of toxic people in the workplace. You got manipulators, those that that do things and, and they, they, they push people into doing certain things for them, with them, or trying to get things to go their way. Then you got the bullies that just pick on people. They, they pick on the new people, on the people that may even be better at their job than they are, but they're trying to get rid of them. Or they feel like their job is being threatened by somebody who comes in. You know, I mean, it happens all throughout life, throughout the world it happens. You got your gossipers and you got your sabotagers. Those who very present are like vampires. They just suck the life out of a room. Encounters with toxic individuals can be painful and irritating, but it can be far more strenuous in the workplace than in our personal lives. We are kind of forced to interact with these type of individuals for at least 40 hours per week. And if you choose not to, you have two choices. Number one, you can quit your job. I wouldn't advise it and I wouldn't let anybody chase me away from making my living. Then you got two, you could tactfully limit the engagement. Personally, I would not be, number one would not be my choice. So let's hang out on number two. There could, you could use verbal cues Respond in short sentences and with little enthusiasm. Or to be more direct, use silence as a tool to protect yourself and to protect your sanity. Refrain or reframe what they're saying in a positive way. Doing so will show the toxic individual you don't think the same way they think. And if you don't think the same way they think, well, you know what they say, birds of a feather flock together. If you're going to be with them and act like them, you might as well. And they'll cling to that. But they'll start sucking the life out of you sooner or later. And you'll be hinged up just like them. And it wouldn't surprise me if you're the one that got in trouble and they didn't. <laughs> Personally, I say be direct. If all else fails, tell that toxic nuisance that you're not interested in having that conversation. Whatever it is, you don't have to be a part of it. If you dismiss yourself from it, then possibly, just possibly, they'll see that you're not with that and they'll move on away from it. We have part three, and I'm going to show you some types of behavior that are negative, that people give to toxic people. They make them react instead of respond. And when you react, to toxic people instead of responding. Let me put it another way. If you decide not to use your mind to deal with toxic people on the job or wherever they are, then you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up for a lot of drama that is not necessary. You'll put yourself in a real bad position. But stay tuned and stay with me 
and let's talk about these things next week. I'm going to tell you some things that I know for myself. It's an experience that sometimes we'll never, ever forget. But I'm going to tell you something. As a player in the game of life, those situations can help build us and make us stronger. It is said that the Lord will use our enemies to be our footstool. That doesn't mean that we walk over people. It just means that they help, irregardless to what they do. They help to elevate you to the next level. So if you ever want to get to the next level, remember, my brothers and my sisters, that you are going to have to go through something. And that going through something may be dealing with toxic people on your job. But the way that you handle them and the way that you respond to them and not react is what's going to make the difference. Stay tuned, like I said, to next week. And we'll talk about these things again. Remember, tell somebody else about the podcast. And I am so grateful to you all for you really helping me with this thing. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the prestige. I'm doing it because we need to stop and think sometimes about the things and about the choices that we make. And that everybody deals with some sort of situation every day in their life. It's just how are you going to respond to that that you're dealing with. You can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Talk to you next week. Be glad. Be happy. Think positive. Talk to you later.